I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we welcome Trunell Insurance Services, LLC, as well as K. Peterson Associates, Inc. Architects, but stay tuned for Amber's Traveling Massage, all here on Business Connection. watching Business Connection and joining me now from Amber's Traveling Massage is Amber Cooperman. Amber, welcome. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about the type of massage you do and how your business works. So we are a traveling company. So we uh, travel to you, to your home. We also go to corporations. Um, we also uh, go to nursing homes and work with families there. Uh, we do a variety of types of massages, uh, Swedish, therapeutic, uh, we specialize on, on oncology. We do cupping and hot stones. Oh, nice. And those are a few of the ones we mainly do. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit why someone should get massaged. Why is massage important? Not only physically, like to help your body relax and keep it in shape and the blood flowing, um, it's good for mental state. Um, again, the relaxing but it helps you kind of clear your head and your mind. It gives you that break that you need for the day. That's awesome. I totally agree with you. I think massage is wonderful. Yes. Tell me a little bit about how often I should get a massage. Uh, typically about once a month. Um, some people get it a couple of times a month. It just depends on um, the timing that you have for yourself. Um, but us coming to you makes it uh, better. So mm -hmm. you could put your kids to sleep. You could do it before or after work. And uh, we have discounts you could do it um, more often um, to help with the pricing and the timing. That's awful nice of you to offer that discount because it, it does help to have a regular massage and more importantly to build some trust with the, the masseuse. So tell me a little bit about how you work with your clients. Um, we kind of communicate throughout the massage to make sure they're okay, their pressure's okay. And usually if they don't tell us that something's uh, wrong, we can either feel it or see it in their face mm -hmm. or um, we're like, okay, is there anything bothering you? And then that's when they will come out and be like, oh, it's either in my back, my legs. And then we'll kind of get more information from them from that. Even after the massage, we keep up with them to see how they're doing, um, if they would like to rebook, and kind of like get kind of personal, but not too personal, just that kind of client-therapist boundary. So when you go to the home, is it a chair massage, or is it a full table massage, or is there an option? It, there's an option. Um, so I have some clients that are disabled, so they can't get on the table. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we even suggest that a chair because there are certain angles you could get on the chair you can't on the table, and then vice versa. That's so. awesome. How did you come up with this? How did you uh, get in business, and why is this um, so successful for you? I got into the massage business be actually because of my aunt. And so being able to help her the way I did um, got me more interested into the massage. And then I think it's successful because the time, the timing helps like whether it's the mom, the dad. So going to them, they could put their kids to sleep. They could put them in a toy room and they could play, they get the massage, um, everyone's happy. <laughs> right, well, I, I think the 
the idea of traveling to the person saves the client so much time. Time, yes. Yep, and the stress of the traffic. Right, right. That it, it's, um, it makes you more relaxed instantly yep. as opposed to struggling through traffic and you're late and then it throws your schedule off yep. and everything like that. How do you determine what type of massage I should have? Because you offer these different varieties, but I don't really know the difference. How do, <laughs> how do, you, how do you determine what I need? Or um, So if you come in and you have no issues, like you don't feel any pain or any discomfort, Swedish is your typical relaxing, put me to sleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, therapeutic is, go we're going to focus on the area that's bothering you. It will still be the full body Swedish, but with a little bit more focus on that area. Um, hot stone is still the similar to Swedish, just with stones. Um, and then you did cupping, but I would think that would be more for the athletic Type yeah, person. anyone could get it, but more for the athletic because it would get deeper into the muscles, like the like ones that we can't really reach. Mm -hmm. But so the cupping would get there uh, more for us. Right, yeah, because you know everybody sees the cupping, especially when the Olympics are on, because they talk about it. So everybody <laughs> wonders what it is, but it's not for everyday use. Um, no, I, I wouldn't recommend it everyday use. Um, maybe once a month or every so often like that. Um, I don't think every, like I have clients I do it twice a week. I wouldn't recommend it for that. Excellent. So well, that's good because sometimes I think when we decide that we want to get a massage, we don't know what to do. Yeah. So we rely on the therapist yep. to kind of um, help us. Do you help, do you work with your clients? Do you give them any type of homework or tips in between to, to keep them moving and, and, and uh, help you help them? Yeah. Um, so I'll give them like stretching homework. Mm -hmm. I'll, um, uh, email them or text them the different stretches to help them out. Um, and then also I'll give them a tennis ball and biofreeze to use throughout this, um, in between their sessions. And, and what does that do? What does the biofreeze and the tennis ball do? Uh, so the tennis ball, you, you can use it either against the wall or the floor, and you just put it on the spot that's bothering you. And I kind of like, when I give it to them, I kind of circle where to work on. Okay. I tell them you could do the whole body, but for that area that's bothering them, just like, um, do the muscles all around it and that spot, and then put the biofreeze over it. So the biofreeze goes into the muscle and it helps uh, loosen it up uh, more because it's a cold um, feeling. So people think in, um, when they're in pain to use heat. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're in pain, you have inflammation. Um, so you want to so, freeze it. Yeah, you want you want to cool it down, not heat it up, because it's going to make it inflamed more. So if you put cold on it, it will help it out more. Interesting. So you learn all these little tips and that. Yes. So what's what's next for your business? What's your what's your stretch goals? Um, my goals are I would like to have one or two more uh, therapists to travel with me. I would also like to have a place centralized to all my clients because I have some that want to come to me. I don't have a spot. So I want to um, go there like one or two days a week, but I want two or three therapists to work at their physical place to have clients come in and out anytime they want. That's awesome. Well, that's a great goal. Amber, we wish you a lot of luck. Um, you have such heart for this and for your clients. We appreciate that. Thank you. If you're interested in learning more about Amber's Traveling Massage, please visit their website. We all have a story to share, stories others can relate to, whether moments of sorrow or of hope and inspiration. 
Whether a story of struggle or a moment of victory, every little moment captured and shared helps us to feel more informed, helps us to feel more engaged with and connected to the community we all call home. Every little moment captured and shared adds up to something greater. For us, that something is the collective story of Naperville, a city rich in its volunteer spirit, its diversity, its traditions and celebrations, and so much more. In Naperville, there are so many stories worth sharing. And for the past 35 years, it's been our honor to tell those stories and share them with you. Welcome to Business Connection. Joining me now from Trinell Insurance Services, LLC, is Anthony Trinell. Anthony, thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to have you back. So let's start really big and broad. What is the difference between an agent and a broker, and what is your agency? Well, typically the main difference between an agent and a broker is an agent represents one company, and then a broker represents a bunch of companies. So our agency is a, is a broker. Uh, we have somewhere around 20-some direct contracts. And then we have secondary markets, but that's a different subject. But why is that Why is that important to have more options than just, say, X insurance company? Well, I mean, in the last 20 to 25 years, um, insurance companies, their rates have become so varied. There's so much going on that you would be shocked um, if you got quotes from 15 companies how different um, the rates are. You see all the commercials on TV, mm-hmm. and they're like, we're the best, we're the best, we're the mm-hmm. best. That's what they all say. And then you actually get rates from them, and you know, one company's twice as expensive as another company. And you can't really find that out unless you run it with everybody and you find out what, you know, where you fit best, basically. So if I'm coming in and need some insurance, you can run it through your different um, avenues and find out, okay, I got three quotes from these three different insurance brokers and and I can pick the best one and you can help me with that. Correct. Correct. And then in other situations, there's times where like maybe there's something about, uh, you have something unique that not every company wants. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have too many losses. Maybe you've got like a a wood shake roof, which Mm -hmm. a lot of companies don't like because they're so expensive. Like some companies will take it, some won't. Right. So there's certain situations. Maybe you've got a certain dog breed that some companies don't like and others will take. So that's another reason why it's nice to have multiple options. Absolutely. Many people often worry like when they they have a little fender bender or, you know, something happens that they don't necessarily want to put claim in there because they're worried that all claims are going to affect their insurance pricing. Yes. Tell me, tell me, is that a true or a false? Tell me, how does how does this claim when I claim something? How does that affect affect my pricing? Well, you know, from the moment you turn it in, you're affected. Okay. And and it's affected by everything. Like it's, I'm at the point now where it's almost like you don't want to call your insurance company. Uh, we see a lot of companies now they're actually counting tow claims against people, whereas wow. before, if you go back 15, 20 years, all you got counted against you was an at fault accident. If it wasn't your fault, it wouldn't get counted. You know, even if you called the insurance company and you said, you know, hey, I was involved in a claim, you know, what should I do about it? Or I'm taking care of it myself. If you call now, that could impact your rate. So um, everything impacts it. I mean, every, I mean, companies, and they look back five years. Some companies will look back seven years now instead of three. I mean, it used to be three years and now it's five years. Um, so what's your advice to how to handle that? My advice, well, you don't want to have claims, obviously, but, but uh, 
like with us, if you call us, we'll discuss it with you and we'll decide, you know, what's the best way to, to go from there. Because depending on the situation, depending on who's involved, what happened, who the other insurance company is, what type of insurance company it is, then, you know, we try to come up with the, the best strategy to like what's going to get you where you need to be and have the least amount of impact on you. So a call to Anthony doesn't count against me, but if I if Anthony has to call somebody else. Yes, yes. See, and well, that's good to know because a lot of the, you know, more agencies, single insurance provider, you don't necessarily talk to your rep. No. You, you, it's a 1-800 yeah. type of situation. And there's certain words that if you say it, they'll, they'll code it in and it will trigger it. It, we see that all the time. So that is probably a plus to have someone like, you know, Trinell Insurance Services yeah. help you out because it's a, it's a real person before instead of that one eight hundred number. Yeah, and and it, it doesn't go on the record. You know right. what I mean? Because um, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, it's it's tough. We don't it, it, you don't learn you learn the most about your insurance coverage when something happens. Yeah, when you use it. <laughs> when you use it. When you and I was just thought of something. The the one that I get all the time that I just had a customer call me about this past week is they think that you have to because if you look on your insurance card, it's like call your insurance company right away. Right. That is not true. You have most companies give you up to a year to turn it in. Wow. The key is you need to have documentation. So like you need to have pictures of when it happened, or you just need something documenting that the damage happened on this day. But yeah, so you don't need to call right away. What you need to do is figure it out and then you can call it in. Sometimes you want to get an estimate first. Right. You know, you find out what it is. Right, and how much so, it's going to cost because you're going to have to weigh, yes. yeah, weigh what it is. So, so that brings me to the question. So, you know, people watching this, they're like, oh, wow, Anthony, smart guy. We want to, we want to get, you know, we want to chat with him about possibly, you know, going with him. How do people do that. If they have one insurance company, they want to talk to another insurance company, they may want to, you know, transfer their insurance. How does that happen? And, and how complicated is it? It's, well, actually, it's easier now than it's ever been okay. just because of technology. I mean, we have this new technology now that you can call us and I can actually text you a link and then you can look in your phone. And if you have your passwords in your phone, mm -hmm. like it'll face ID you and you can share it with us and it takes 30 seconds. So, and it sends everything over to us. So you don't have to pull it out like, you don't have to look in your filing cabinet. You can pull it, which is really easy to do. And then typically what we do is we go over it. It'll give us 80 to 90% of what we need, and then we'll follow up with maybe five questions, and then we can run everything. That's so. great. And what, do you, what advice do you give people when they're, because there are, you know, there's just a ton of insurance options, as you said. Every yeah. ad from the, you got the Geico, you got the, the crazy ostrich, you got everything, you got, you know, the Statue of Liberty, you got everything. How do you know? What's, what's your five or three tips about what makes a good ins insurance company or broker or group to go with? Well, I mean, if anybody that's standard, a lot of the big ones that you see on TV, well, I guess here in Chicago, there are some companies that you see on TV that are not standard, <laughs> but we won't talk about that. But um, I would say any of the big ones that are on there, they're standard markets. Um, they're, they all, to be a standard insurance company, they have to follow standard practices. So basically, you know, they have to prorate you if you cancel and things like that. Um, but there's so many, actually in, uh, Illinois is the most competitive state for auto and home in the country. There's more companies doing business in, I think it's something like 152 or 155 companies do business here. So, um, that's actually one of the reasons we actually have some of the cheapest people complain, but we actually have some of the cheapest auto rates in the country because there's so much competition. There's always somebody trying to enter the market and write stuff. So, so with that, as the consumer, is it just best to you know, choose three and get three quotes, or how do, how do you sift through all that? Well, well, I'm gonna tell you that you should call me because yeah, I can absolutely. give you 15 quotes, but- um, Right, but, because but, you're, the, you're the broker. The ability, correct, correct. But um, 
What I would do is, you know, you don't want to hop around all the time. I mean, companies now, they monitor how long you've been with your other company. Okay. So what I would do is, once you find out where you want to be, the, the main, the best, it's called a transfer discount, mm -hmm. is after three years. Once okay. you've been with a company for three years, you kind of max out. Some companies go to five, but it's three. But when, if you're going to get a worse rate, if every six months or a year you're looking, now that doesn't mean you can't find something better. But on average, you're going to get the best rate if you look every three years. So what I tell people is like, okay, so if you switch something, right, see if the, if the renewal changes, right? And if the renewal doesn't change, then I would stay there for, you know, a couple years and then maybe look every three to four years, something like that. So um, that's my advice. If you want the best deal. And, and like me personally, I work in the industry. I mean, I don't want to switch my own stuff every, every year. You right. Know, it kind of becomes, it's nice to just stay put with somebody and, you know, but you don't really build up goodwill like you do in the old days. I right. mean, so, so it's, it's, you got to look out for yourself. You got to look out right, for yourself. Right, right. but, <laughs> but um, you mentioned the good old days. I think the one thing that really sets you apart is, is you, is that it's a call and I get to talk to you as opposed to that 1-800. Yeah. And, and the choice of more than just one company. One company. So, Anthony, thank you for so coming by and chatting with me about insurance. It's been fascinating. I, I could talk to you for ever on the subject. I appreciate it. We also appreciate your sponsorship here yeah. at NCTV 17 for Naperville Sports Weekly. So, oh, I love being a part of that. It's great. Well, you're a great community player, and I think that's part of your success, too. Thank you. If you're interested in learning more about Trinell Insurance Services, LLC, please visit their website. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. This is Business Connection, and joining me now from K. Peterson Associates, Inc. Architects is Kevin Peterson. Welcome. Hi. Thank you, Liz. It's nice to have you on the show. I think a lot of people know you in the community, but I, w I want you to tell me a little bit about your practice, what type of architecture you do. And sure, sure. Yeah, well, uh, we have been very, very fortunate uh, to have a variety of clientele, um, and they're all into different uh, aspects of the, the construction and architecture world. So we have had uh, a lot of experience in so many different types of buildings um, and, and programs. So uh, it's from restaurants, uh, movie theaters, healthcare, single family, multifamily, uh, residential work, um, hospitality. Um, it, it's been exciting to do. That's, it, well, variety to me is the spice of life. Oh, absolutely. You gotta yeah, have it. I, I, I love that aspect of what I do. Absolutely. Well, and tell me, are there a few um, projects that uh, we might recognize or are something that you're particularly proud of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, uh, locally, Naperville and, and very recent uh, is uh, Go Brewing, uh, which I hope a lot of people have, uh, have been to. Um, so, so enjoyable working with Joe Chur on that on that project, uh, and Freedom Brothers Restaurant uh, will be opening soon uh, at Seventy uh, Fifth and Naper. So you had mentioned movie theaters. Yeah. So talk yeah. to me a little bit about those. Oh, absolutely. So 
and, and, and this is one of the aspects that I'm so proud of about our, uh, our, our business because I, I met the owner of uh, Classic Cinema Theaters, um, but I met him 25 years ago or maybe more. Um, and that was to design their office space. And the, the, the big office years were, uh, we, we were doing a million square feet of office space and we, we kind of got known for that specialty. Um, and so we designed their corporate offices. Uh, but what's wonderful about that is that the, the business relationship and working with him through that, uh, six months later, he, he said, uh, you know, I have a, an apartment building in Aurora. Um, can you help me renovate that? And so we did that. A couple of months later, uh, he said, I have a commercial retail center that I, I need updated. How about doing that? And so I did that. And then he said, how about a movie theater? And I, I said, I, I don't know a thing about movie theaters. And he said, that's okay. I do and we'll do it together and make it work. That is so unusual for an architect to be given that challenge and opportunity uh, that I was ecstatic. And so the first theater we did was the Lake Theater in Oak Park. Awesome. Beautiful uh, original 1920s theater that we renovated and then added onto. We took over the property Crocs and Brentanos, if you remember right, that. Right, right, bookstore. Right, all right, yeah. took that over. Uh, and expanded the, the theater. Then the next one, uh, I think, was maybe the York Theater in Elmhurst. Sure. Uh, we've done a dozen of the theaters. Wow, that's awesome. But uh, Woodstock was probably the most challenging. Uh, downtown Woodstock, uh, if you've seen the movie Groundhog's Day, <laughs> the Alpine Theater, that is the Woodstock Theater. That's awesome. Um, and so we renovated that 1929 theater and put it back into its original 1929 splendor with the huge, beautiful auditorium, but took three quarters of a city block uh, in downtown and expanded and added the additional auditoriums that's necessary to do in the business. Right. Um, so that was huge. How did, how did this all come to be for you? How did you become an architect? Yeah. Why did you think this would be good for you? Well, uh, yeah. Oh, so that's a that's a question uh -huh. that uh, I was brainwashed by my mother. Okay. Uh, but well, but, do but that. that's okay. Uh, I learned that she was right, um, and and so I uh, I headed in that direction from a training standpoint. Um, I've had my own practice for over thirty years, and I've said that sentence uh, for a lot of years, and I'm never changing that sentence, even though they're, because they're real numbers, it's like too scary. Okay. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, so, um, but uh, how that happened was that, you know, in the architecture world, you go to the School of Architecture, graduate with that degree, and then you uh, have to uh, serve an internship with a licensed architect for two years before that gives you the ability to take the board exam. Um, so all the time I was in school and through that internship, I was working on the side for a, a wonderful uh, real estate developer on the North Shore. And so I was busy with that and it coincidentally, I got licensed and that developer came to me and said, 
you're going to quit this full-time job thing because it's getting in the way. We, we have work to do. So I went out on my own uh, very, very early on. And so obviously racking up quite a few years doing that. That's excellent because it, it's scary to go on your own. And sometimes in our youth, we don't know any better. So off you went. Uh, right. Exactly. Right. Well, and of course, because of that, uh, as you may uh, imagine, I've seen some pretty uh, big ups and downs. Absolutely, but you've, you've weathered through it. You've I did, it. I did. And the weathering came from that variety. Yes, right, right. One Diversity. One. Diversity, right, because right, some, something might not be office space isn't as hot anymore now. Yep. Got a little bit yep. of going on yep. with, you know, restaurants, you know, vice versa, so. Exactly. Why is um, it important for you to give back to the community and be involved in the community? You, we see you all around. Kids Matter, you sit on the NCTV 17 board. Thank you for your service. But, and those are just two of like a long list. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wish I would have learned this earlier in life. What was wrong with my parents anyway? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Giving back. Uh, and being engaged in the community is, uh, is such an important and uh, fulfilling way of life. And it, 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 more people have to figure that out. Naperville is wonderful that way. But um, so uh, because of my relationship with the city, because of work I do, I was asked uh, to be on the uh, building review board. So I served on that for my terms termed out on that, and then I was appointed to the Historic Preservation Commission and became chair of that commission. Uh, so that was a really involved city connection. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, as you mentioned, uh, I'm on three boards um, and uh, enjoy every minute of it. Well, I, I think mom was right. I think you're right that when you make a commitment to where you live and you work, it, it just rewards you. Yep. And uh, yep. thank you, Kevin, for your uh, service to NCTV on the board. Thank you for doing all, your, being this architect. I mean, I love the projects you've been involved with, and that is so cool. Yeah. So we yep. appreciate it, and you set a great example for all of us. Thank you so much. If you're interested in learning more about K. Peterson Associates, Inc. Architects, just give them a call. If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, please visit our website to find out more. I'm Liz Spencer and thank you for watching Business Connection.